fighting for freedom every day. Republicans right now, the conservatives, which unfortunately, this is what we have to do every time, even after a vote where people are sick and tired of the establishment, they're sick and tired of the squeezy, middle-of-the-road, squishy kind of Republican rhinos, and we vote conservatives in, then we have to fight tooth and nail in D.C. to actually be heard within the Republican Party. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Is it really that time? Holy cow. What a weekday it's been. It's been a Wednesday, which means it's the middle of the week, which means it is one of the greatest days we have of the entire week as well. What's up? Welcome into the program. We have a lot to talk about today, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country, multiple radio stations, TV, live streaming, podcasting, however you watch, listen to the program. Man, I have no clue how we're going to cram it all in today, but that's what we do because we're just super awesome at cramming things into very small spaces like this program here on The Voice of Reason. Welcome into it, your Millennial General reporting for duty. Bottom of the hour, we have Dr. Tavia Lee. If you have not heard of her, she was actually on Tucker Carlson recently. She is with De Anza Community College as the director for equity, social justice, multicultural education, as she was working to lead a campus-wide equity transformation and not getting the response back that the community college was wanting, pushing her farther to the woke levels. Going to be an interesting conversation. How do we end racism in America by a faculty director of the Office of Equity, Social Justice, and Multicultural Education, which I am itching to ask her the question on what the heck equity actually is. So that'll be a great conversation. We'll do that at the bottom of the hour with Dr. Tavia Lee from De Anza Community College. Coming up in just a little bit. Hey, it's day number two now. Right. Today's Wednesday, I guess technically day number three since we've been talking about it. But day number two, since it was supposed to happen, is Trump arrested yet? Anybody? Anybody know? Uh, are we there yet? No. Ah, man. All right. I guess we'll have to wait another day. In fact, uh, there was not only just the fact that he's not arrested, but the courts didn't even meet today as they canceled last minute. According to the uh, according to Fox News, Trump hush money at grand jury proceedings canceled for Wednesday, according to sources as there is major dissension in the DA's office, a source tells Fox News. Wait, there's major dissension. They all don't agree with the direction things are going with this case. Say, what? Hold on a second. I thought, I thought especially in the state of New York, everybody hated Trump and that it was just an easy piece of cake and that they had all this information laid out. It seems to me the canceling of this, now that's Fox News. I looked up MSNBC because I wanted to see what they had to say. Grand jury looked for a potential Trump indictment but didn't meet. It seems that Wednesday could have been the day for the potential Donald Trump indictment in Manhattan, but the grand jury didn't even meet, much less vote. But they say it's just being delayed. Don't worry. It's coming. We got to get our things in a row, our ducks in a row. We got to make sure it's all ready to rock and roll, man, because it's going to happen soon. So just wait, Democrats. Just keep waiting. You know, they call the Republicans crazy conspiracy theorists because of the whole QAnon thing and how we're ready for Donald Trump to waltz back into the White House and arrest uh, Joe Biden and how he's the legitimate president. I've heard that argument from a few individuals in the past before. You want to talk about conspiracy theory, man. This time, this is the time Donald Trump's going to be behind bars. This is the time that Donald Trump's going to get caught for his shenanigans. We know he's lying. We've been investigating him for five plus years. We know that he's a troublemaker and breaking the law, but we'll get him this time. We impeached him, so that's evidence, right? 
on a political level, we impeached him. But by golly, we didn't find any information on Russian collusion. We didn't find any information about him using personal funds for bad things or having ties with certain governments or countries or doing all the stuff they said that he was doing for the reasons of impeachment. And now it seems like the courts, when it actually comes down to law and not just political bias, they have to hold off and hold on here. Wait, wait, we're just going to cancel the meeting and not even vote on the issue. We'll get into that a little bit later on because uh, there it is. We're not there yet. Now, there was kind of sickening. There was an AI creation of Donald Trump getting arrested, of like running down the street and then being arrested and being held and carried by like five different law enforcement officers. People losing their minds over that one uh, because if it's on the left, it's OK to make these kinds of things. You can actually have the AI. Or, uh, you remember the broadcast, the the, uh, the Broadway f- uh, production that actually uh, showed the assassination of Donald Trump on stage. We had the Kathy Griffin photo of her beheading Donald Trump. We had Madonna threatening to blow up the White House. So it's totally cool to make these types of things because they're quote-unquote art. And we're curious on what the AI would generate. There's a lot of different things on social media. What does AI look like if you ask it to create this? Of what it looks like Donald Trump getting arrested, of him running down the middle of the street with a whole bunch of law enforcement officers and then being arrested and carried away by like five of them while he's fighting tooth and nail. The left relishing in this sort of thing. Republicans shaking their head just a little bit in the media or the outrage from the right-wing conservatives on it's just AI, get over it. Now, if it were done to Barack Obama, if it were done to Joe Biden, if it was done to Barack Obama, it would be a race thing. If it was done to Joe Biden, it would be an elderly abuse thing. If it was done to Bill Clinton, it would be... Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's white, but he pretended to be black, I guess. And then he, of course, had his affair. So it would be against uh, affairers. Is that what you call it? An affairer? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you go after somebody who's had an affair in the White House? How dare you do something like that? Yeah. What a world we live in. All right. Let's get into what's trending. I don't want to focus a lot of attention on that today because it's stupid. And you know, we can see how little evidence they have. If it was a lock solid case, it would have been done today. They would have voted on it. They would have indicted him. We would have talked about the arraignment next week. And that's all people would talk about for the next week or so. The fact that it didn't happen today and they just canceled it. And we don't know why the left wing media says they're just working on trying to collect their thoughts. The right side says, hey, they say that there's just a lot of dissent going on internally. With the DA's office, I guess it'll come to fruition. But that's all the news we have on it. We're not going to sp- focus a lot of time on there. So let's get into what's trending. Because what's trending today? What's trending today? I mentioned a a story briefly yesterday, right towards the end of the program, and I got a few emails on it, some opinions on both sides of the aisle. But I really want to focus some time on this because there's a deeper issue here. While we focus on a quote unquote national security or a declaration of emergency like we saw with COVID-19 over the last few years. There's a deeper issue going on in society here, and I need your thoughts on that because I'm conflicted here. i got to be honest, I'm very conflicted. I see both sides of this argument, and while I lean towards one side, which I'll give you in a second, I'm open to both ends because we have lost and given away, and I've said this many times before, we've lost and given away our power on so many issues. Congress has given their their power away to the fourth bureaucratic agencies of the federal government that's under the executive branch, not through the congressional and legislative branch. We've given our, our power away as the individuals at the local levels, the county levels, the statewide levels. Instead of just doing things on our own, we've always said, government, there's a crisis, do something. And because we tell the government to do something, they feel obligated to have to go and do something. And that's over the years, taking the power away to where we don't have abilities to do things our own because there's so much red tape 
government regulation and control over the issue. Here's what I mean. There was a bill that I read yesterday out of California that's banning certain junk foods in the state of California, banning Skittles, other processed foods due to the health concerns of the chemicals that are in them. Specifically, red dye number three, which is like one of the worst things you could possibly have. I told the story yesterday. I have not eaten any candy. I've never been a big candy person, even as a kid. I never ate much candy, but I've never I haven't eaten candy in years except for St. Patrick's Day weekend a couple weekends ago when I ate one of those mini bags of Skittles, and they were delicious, and I enjoyed them. However, I don't know if you're aware or not, but the coloring of the dye in Skittles can literally manipulate your DNA, which is kind of a crazy thought, and we're going to get into that conversation in a minute. But Assembly Bill 418 out of California, proposed by Representative Jesse Gabriel, state representative from the Woodland Hills area in California. And I bring this up because we have a ton of listeners in California. And the question is, will this be the standard for what we could see in other states moving forward as well? Banning processed foods with chemicals like red dye number three, titanium dioxide, potassium bromate, brominated vegetable oil, and paraben. I don't even know what half of those are, but I question on why we would be consuming those things into our body anyways if we don't know what they are. We've seen the videos on social media regarding, let's say, for example, the Big Mac with McDonald's or the, the McRib, and they get rid of all the sauce and get rid of everything, and it looks like rubber. And, you know, the fact that they use actual rubber that we use from, like, playgrounds to be putting in that stuff. The fact that just years ago, the fast food company of Taco Bell had, like, 30% actually classified meat, and they got hit with the FDA with a fine because their meat was less than 30% actual meat because it was like sawdust and whatever crap that they're putting in there to cheapen it and be able to make it at a pass rate at a much cheaper level. The question is, are we okay consuming these things? Now, the conservative limited government individual inside me says that, hey, it's up to you. Obviously, if you want to go and eat fast food, go eat fast food. I love my fast food. I have given much more of my yearly annual income over my entire lifetime, probably to numerous different fast food joints until the last couple of years when I've started paying more attention to these things. And I eat that very rarely. Once an occasion to treat myself, I'll do it, but not very often any longer. The limited government conservative in me says, Don't ban this stuff. That's government bullying, government oversight, government control. I don't want you to tell me what I can and cannot consume. I want to be able to make that decision on my own. The other side of me says this stuff's in everything. And our government agencies that are, and I use this in air quotes for the radio listeners, that are supposed to be there to make sure we're healthy, the public health, the public safety, they're failing us miserably because there are more chemicals in our food for processing than any other country on the face of the earth. If you talk to anybody from Europe, for example, and they eat American food, they're like, wow, your guy's stuff is processed. It is really sugary. It is really salty. There's a heck of a lot of chemicals. Just the difference between the chemicals that are in McDonald's fries, for example, there's like, what, 13 chemicals in the ones here in the United States and like six in the ones over in the United Kingdom. Why? Why are we allowing that to happen with our food? And what is it doing to our bodies? And here's the reason why I'm open to these bans is, number one, it's in everything unless we tell it it can't be and we actually force these companies to put real things that we're actually able to consume in our food because we can't get away from it now. Unless you go like straight, crazy, hippie, raw, plant-based vegan where you grow it out of your backyard and eat it yourself and that's all you eat, you can't get away from this stuff anymore. It's in everything because the companies are looking to cut 
their expenses and make it profitable for them and cheap for us. Cool. Welcome to the capitalist system, trying to make it convenient for the mass majority of the population. But in the same level, you're poisoning us and killing us. Red dye number three is one of the worst things you can consume into your body, period, end of story. And if you want to do it, the conservative enemy says all the power to you. However, don't come to us when you need a heart transplant or when you need issues because you're obese and you're failing. Don't expect a universal health care system to tend to your needs. And that's the direction we're going, unfortunately. So their health decisions are now our health decisions because now we are subsidizing them with different medical treatments going to the healthcare system. Here's the second part about this, though. That's a bit concerning, and we'll go a little bit deeper into it when we come back from the break in just a minute. Here's the headline from military.com, and this was a local story out of the state of Nebraska where I first saw this. The United States has seen military enlistment numbers drop dramatically as according to the latest national study from the Department of Defense, 80% of Americans, let me repeat that, 80% of Americans between the age of 17 to 24 years old, you know, the young kids coming out of high school that could potentially sign up for the military, 80% of that age group are currently unfit for military service due to mental health issues, obesity, and drugs. 80%. Now, the population size of that age group is dramatically less than what we're seeing, for example, the baby boomers already. So the population's generation to generation are dwindling. And now only 20% of that age group, 17 to 24, are actually fit for potential military service. Does the personal choice now start affecting the national security of this nation when we're at really tense times around the world? And should we do something about what we're ingesting into our bodies? That When we come back here on The Voice Reason, stay here. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Reason, common sense, rationale. Welcome back into the program. Kind of a conundrum here, don't we have it? We have... The freedom is the limited government, wicked, wild, conservative guy that we kind of are here on the program. We love the fact that individuals can make their own damn choices. You do your thing, I do mine. We all live happily, hunky-dory together. When the choice is taken away from us, because no matter what we choose to do, we can't get away from the certain poisons that are being fed to us, and then it makes us incapable of being able to protect this nation, is there a time that we have to intervene? And this is why I say FDA... You're a joke of an organization and administration, and you failed us miserably. Why the hell would you allow some of these different chemicals in our foods to be okay to be consumed? I know this goes against some of the agricultural community, but uh, and some farmers may be upset with me at this, but I completely agree on some of the health nuts out there to where any of the oil seeds out there are extremely bad for you. The soybean oil and some of that stuff. I know that a lot of farmers make a lot of money off of that. Totally get it. Not trying to discredit. They're really, really bad for you. And that's been proven. But then this red dye number three that literally changes the genetics in your DNA. And we're allowed to consume that? The FDA is like, ah, it's fine. Don't worry. Go ahead and put it in there. So any red colored soda, any red colored candy, anything like that that you eat that's red. Heck, we love the little voice of reason. She loves her, um, what is it? She lo- the, the cherries with the 7-Up. What the hell is that called? Whatever drink that is, she loves those. And that stuff. Even the cherries. Cherries are red. They have to put red dye number three in there for 
preservative reasons or whatever to make them more red. They're red. Cherries are red. But yet we put it in there. Why are we putting it in there? You can't get away from that stuff unless you literally grow things on your own. And how well is that going to work for the 300 plus million individuals to have their own personal gardens across this nation to live on their own without needing someone to package and process them food? So where is the line drawn between the choices of the conservative to choose what you want to consume and the choice being taken away because you can't get away from it because everybody's doing it to cut costs? And the government that says they're there to take care of you are allowing it to happen because, well, it's totally fine because we're probably being paid off by the corporations that are making it or we don't see a problem with it when every other nation across the world has banned this sort of stuff. The question is, at what line do you allow the government to ban things as well? We still have marijuana as a class one narcotic in the country that is completely absurd and we shouldn't be using it as a level one up is like the most terrible thing out there. That should not be because you're right. They've banned those sorts of things when given them that power. We have to hold, we have to, as individuals, we have to do better and hold the government accountable, hold the companies accountable and say, we don't want this crap in our stuff, but we don't even know it unless we actually pay attention to it. And the reason we bring this up is, would California be okay banning something like this at a statewide level? And is there a deeper reason for it when we're in a time when we could potentially going into a conflict with Russia or with China or with other major threats across the nation, and we only have 20% of the young generation, the new population coming up, that's actually fit and qualified, even able to join the military, let alone whether they want to or not, if they are just able or capable of joining because of either mental health, obesity, or drugs. That's a serious issue. We're not going to have a military force here soon if we don't allow anybody to be able to join the military because they have serious issues. The obesity is fixable. We get them away from the video games. We get them outside and actually active. We don't feed them crap all day. You don't allow them to eat candy all day. You don't allow them to actually, as parents being here, not the government, the parents, not allow them to eat cheesy poofs all day and just sit around and do absolutely nothing. Force them to get up and about. That's fixable. It's hard. We have to focus on the parental responsibility to do that, but at least that's somewhat fixable. Mental health issues are another problem which we don't have time to go into it right now, but if you want my true, honest opinion, I think the reason we have so many mental health issues is because of living in such a cushy first-world country, we have nothing better to do with ourselves other than find ways to complain about things and sit there and stir and go absolutely crazy. When you have to start giving kids Ritalin to keep them still because they're getting fidgety, you know you have a problem. Get the fidgets out by making them run around and do things physically as opposed to just sitting there and getting hyped up on drugs. The drug issue is a whole other issue as well. Again, another first world problem that we have. A lot deeper issue that we don't have time to go into right now, but the question is, do you allow the banning of certain chemicals in our foods by a government and banning certain foods that have it? Interesting conversation. We'll do that when we come back. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Reason meets radio. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Man, moving right on through the show today. Holy cow, it's flown on by and a lot to talk about today. Dr. Tabia Lee, not able to join us right now. We're still trying to make contact with her. She may call in momentarily. If not, we'll get her rescheduled. Not a big deal, but that's all right because we're kind of kind of in the middle of a conversation right now. And it's an important one. It's a deep one, and it really makes you think on where we move forward on the health of the nation with a lot of different factors at play here. So we'll get back into that here in just a moment. By the way, I want to tell you about my friends over at OpsLens. As you know, they host our video streaming for the program. 
one of our video streaming sources. We also have the Next Gen USA, another great uh, streaming site for all different kinds of podcasts across the nation. They've picked us up both for the audio and the video as well. But OpsLens, they stream us every single day live on the show, and we love you guys to death uh, as uh, we've been with you guys now for over a year. Holy cow, can you believe it? And more people watching on the website, on the app at OpsLens, on all the social media every day. Thank you. We love you to death and appreciate you very much. I want to tell you about their new feature that they have. And it's really cool. I'm using a lot of this as well for my own show prep because there's a lot of information out there. You don't want just the one-sided biasness from the mainstream media here in the United States. And we're starting to branch out with more media sources, alternative news sources, conservative news sources, which, by the way, did you hear Newsmax is back on, what was it, DirecTV? That's awesome. For a multi-year contract. So enough people. That's the power of you, baby. You made that change. You said, uh-uh, we want our Newsmax. Don't get don't get rid of it. And now they're signed on for a multi-year contract and it's back. You made that happen. So applaud yourself and pat yourself on the back. Yeah, I'm telling you. There's another opportunity for you to get some information. Go to OpsLens.com right now. OpsLens, O-P-S-L-E-N-S.com right now. Right on the front page there, you'll see the OpsLens Worldview. It's super awesome. Now, what you're going to do is when you sign up for this, you are going to get information from any news source all over the world on any topic that you want to. You punch in the keywords and any news source from blogs to articles to news stories to press releases from city councils, from uh, law enforcement to whatever, all over the world, even in their own languages, you're going to get no bias, no one-sidedness, just the straight information, which is what we're all about, right? We're in the, the information wave right now where we have information overload, and it's really start, starting to try and break that down to put it in context and bring some wisdom and knowledge to all that information. But you have it at the fingertips. All you got to do is go to opslens.com, go to Worldview. When you sign up, you get all this information. And here's the good part. You get five days for a free trial. Completely free to see if you like it, see if you're going to use it, see if you want it. And I know you're going to because it's really cool, honestly. If you do, use the promo code VOR10. That's our promo code for the voice of reason, VOR10, and you get 10% off after your five-day free trial on a month-to-month basis. You can set up different packages either for it to do it monthly or for every six months or for an entire year subscription. But VOR10 gets you 10% off on that. If you don't like it for whatever crazy reason after the five days, they're not going to charge you and you don't have to worry about it. But I know you're going to like it. Use the promo code VOR10. Get 10% off on your subscription to OpsLens Worldview. Stay in the know. Stay up to date, stay informed on situations going on all over the world without waiting for the mainstream media to tell you all about it and to brainwash you on the way that you're supposed to think about it with the limited information they actually want to give you. Opslens.com Worldview. Go and check it out. We appreciate those guys very much. All right, let's get back into our conversation. For those that may be just tuning in, California is looking at banning certain products in the state with their... Uh, Assembly Bill 418, this is according to ABC7.com, the California's ABC network. Assembly Bill 418, that would ban certain processed foods that have chemicals like red dye number three, titanium dioxide, potassium bromate, brominated brominated vegetable oil, and uh, propyl paraben. I don't even know how to pronounce half these things. These things are in food. They are plastics, they are chemicals, and they are poisoning individuals. Red dye number three literally manipulates your DNA. Like you're down to the uh, cellular, molecular level. It changes stuff. You want to talk about AI? You want to talk about crazy stuff? That's what red dye number three does. In any food that you eat that is processed, boxed, any candies, any Skittles, any cherries apparently, Bing cherries, any of that stuff, 
has red dye number three in it that our federal government says while they're out there saying that they're about our health, which we know is a lie. Because obviously they didn't take much care of us about uh, COVID-19. They told us to get a vaccine. They told us to wear a mask. They told us to isolate. They told us to just stay away from individuals. And you know what's happening? People are sicker now than they've ever been before. Little voice of reason, she's had a cold since the middle of December. The coughing, the sniffling, no COVID or anything like that. Just annoying. And we thought, oh, it was the cold because it was cold outside or it's allergies now because it's springtime just that annoying little sniffle that annoying little cough that just lingered for months got on one antibiotic and it didn't work now she's on a second antibiotic and it seems to be working just fine so it's not nothing serious but we asked the physician the family physician while we were there why is this lingering on so much and why isn't the first one working the doctor this is a family physician that said i am burnt out and it is crazy this year because there were so many kids that isolated during COVID, that now that they're back and actually exposing themselves to one another, their immune systems have forgotten how to fight these things off. We went one year, two years, two and a half years with no contact because of the whole isolation thing, stay at home, do the virtual learning. When the kids are supposed to build immune systems by going to school, swapping spot with swapping spit with each other, wiping each other's snot on their arms and playing with each other, uh, passing the basketball and football to each other, they're supposed to do that and be around other individuals to expose themselves to other things, to build up an immunity naturally with their bodies so they know how to fight it. After two years of not doing that, kids' bodies, the children, where their immune systems are still learning how to do certain things, it's forgotten how to do it. It doesn't know how to do it. So FDA, U.S. Department of Agriculture, the NIH, the World Health Organization, all of you have failed us miserably. And we know that not just with COVID, but the fact that you allow certain things to be congested right now. The the fact that you allowed certain fast food joints to have less than 30% of what it's actually supposed to be, like meat, because they're giving us sawdust. The fact that you're allowing plastics in this food and be like, oh, it's totally fine. Now, the argument that some make because of this is they're saying, well, it's because there's such a food crisis, the world population's growing, we have to find a way to continue to feed individuals, so we have to do this, not just for the cost of it to make it cost-effective, but also to extend out the supply of food so we can feed the ongoing uh, population growth of the world which I laugh at because, as you know, the United States is one of the worst in wasting food as well. We have just as much food being wasted at our landfills as we do actually being consumed, and that's really sad, and we have to work on that issue as well. Another conversation for another day. And while the conservative in me says, choices, baby, if you want to eat Skittles, eat Skittles. If you want to eat the M&Ms, eat the M&Ms. If you want to eat those things, all the power to you, I don't really care. The problem is now everything's been so centralized and dispersed to where we're all bearing the responsibility, now we have a universal health care system. And that universal health care system says if you choose to eat those Skittles all day long because you're addicted to them because they're really, really good and it makes you sick, you can now go to the doctor and get your heart surgery, get your bypass, get whatever you want to, and us as the taxpayers, we will subsidize that and take care of you. So now you, you and I, are financially liable and responsible for those that are not doing the personal health on their own because that's their choice to do so. The red dye number three, for example, 
you can't get away from it. If you eat anything at the store that has red in it in any way, shape, or form, it's allowed in there because the FDA, who's supposedly looking out for us, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, who's supposedly looking out for us, the NIH, who's supposedly looking out for us, the World Health Organization, who's supposedly looking out for us, they've allowed those things in the country. And by the way, we're one of the only countries in the entire world that allows it in our food. Why? We have such a grand government that's caring and loving for us. Why are they allowing it in there when no one else around the world does? That's changing us. That's making us sick. That's increasing the amount of people needing health care services, needing operations, needing to go to the hospital, feeding that ongoing machine. We're allowing it. So do we ban it? But if we ban it, then what else can the government ban because we give them the power to ban things? There's a weird, tricky line here. We don't know what level to stand on. At the same time, I saw a message about seeing the military a little bit on the heavier weight side. That is true. Now that the military is having a hard time with recruitment, probably because Joe Biden's an idiot. No one wants to work under him as the <laughs> as the chief of the military. But besides that point, we're seeing a lot of uh, individuals not want to join the military. But even the ones that want to, now, according to Military.com, the age group between 17 to 24 is not even able to. 80% of that population age group is not able to join the military due to either obesity issues, mental health issues, or drug issues. And that causes now a national security problem. And what do we do about it? As we mentioned, the uh, the mental health, that's an ongoing conversation that finally, finally we're starting to have a conversation about. Finally we're working to fix, or at least not fix, but at least we're addressing it. But personally, I think it's a way deeper issue to where we have too many kids not needing to do anything. They don't have the responsibilities. They're being delayed to go to work later and later thanks to the raising of minimum wage and not being able to get jobs. The parents aren't making them get jobs because they're covering their expenses and covering them to be able to stay at home more. They don't have to worry about survival issues in any way, shape, or form. So they're sitting at home. They're eating the Skittles that are poisoning them, and they're playing the video games, gaining the weight without any exercise. Then you go to school, and even when you do get that itch to try and move around, you ever get that? You get like those restless arm, restless leg, whatever. I'm sitting at home, and I I would love to exercise more than I do, but I can't because I'm at a radio studio 10 hours a day. But you get that itch. Your muscles just want to work out. They need to do something. At school, when they get that itch and they can't pay attention, you give them Ritalin. Give them the drugs. Don't worry. We'll calm your mind down so you can focus more at school. Instead of saying, hey, your body's not made to sit like that for eight hours a day. You're meant to get out and about and actually be active. We give them the drugs. Then because we live in the first world country and we can afford it and they have no other responsibilities, then they take more drugs. So therefore, they're they're failing drug tests for both getting into the workforce and for the military. A lot of crazy issues going on right now, isn't there? How do we solve all of those? Because now we're leading into a universal healthcare system where you're financially liable to take care of sick people that aren't taking care of themselves. And we have a military that can't gain more individuals to fend off a foreign enemy, potentially of Russia or China or whatever else may try to come at us. What do we do as a nation? Lots more of this when we come back. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. All right, we've got a few minutes left of this conversation. Interesting one indeed to have a conversation about. Other names. Here's the crazy part. Our government's so backwards, and that's why this is such a troubling conversation. If we actually had a government we could trust, (laughs) 
because we no one can trust really any government. But that's the, the anti-wicked wild rebel that we are here in the country. That's why we said to hell with a monarchy system. We're going to go with a government that has very little power and let us do our own thing. Uh, but if let's just say in a crazy, magical, fairyland, unicorn world that we actually had a government that we could trust, we would go along with the fact that they would do the right things for us. Make sure that, you know, certain chemicals would be banned in our food because that's really stupid to have chemicals like that in our food and that we wouldn't ban things like, you know, like marijuana or something that has no ill effects on us because or very little effects on us. Obviously, you're still ingesting something into your body that's not there. It's a natural thing, but it's different. So it's another conversation for another time. Don't want to go down that road today. But we still have marijuana on a class one narcotics ban, but yet we allow red dye 40, red dye number three, all these red dyes to be in our foods that are poisoning us left and right. We have plastics and we have sawdust and we have all this other garbage that we're just allowed to consume. And it's totally cool. And it's weird how we have such a weird back backwards type of society. Real quickly, the military study on saying that 80% of that age group, 17 to 24, is ineligible right now to join the military. They say the largest reason the disqualification rates include overweight being the highest, followed by the drug and alcohol abuse at 8%, and medical uh, medical and physical health at 7%, meaning the mental health issues. But overweight and obesity is at number one issue for not joining the military or being disqualified to join the military right now. All those numbers, by the way, up 6% from the latest study in 2017. So it's getting worse as time goes on. Now, here's another thing to throw into it, and it could be because of our education system, could be because of the chemicals we are taking and making ourselves sicker it could be because of the um just in general what we're actually teaching individuals or the drugs that we're putting on with the with the ritalin the latest study from studyfinds.org iq scores have dropped significantly since 1932 through the 20th century the reverse flynn effect was presented across the large u.s sample covering between 2006 and 2018 in every category and they show that the iq levels have dropped Pretty substantially across the nation. So what's causing that one? So we're getting lazier. We're getting more obese. We're having more mental health issues. And we're getting dumber. It sounds like, and I'm just throwing this out, put on the tinfoil hat for just a second. It sounds like we're doing a bit of a cycle of what we saw, you know, back in the dark ages when the government and the churches ran everything. And we were just the low level peasants that didn't need to learn anything because don't worry, they're going to take care of us. And that's how the elites act here in the country, isn't it? All them truck drivers, they don't know nothing across the nation. They're just a bunch of people with accents that don't have any type of education. They don't have a higher education. They don't know the way the world works. Just shut up and just drive your truck. We'll take care of everything. The elitist mentality. Don't worry, we'll put these plastics in your food to make you sick, to go to the doctor, to fund the healthcare system, to sell more medications, so that way you can be more sick. So that way you can continue to eating the poisons without educating you on it. The big thing is about education and knowledge, isn't it? Educate individuals on what's in their food. Educate individuals on what they're doing. Educate individuals about the increase in heart rates or heart risks or heart failures or heart attacks. Talk about the obesity issue. The problem is, the one singular problem there is, then that becomes a divisive political segmentation to where you become the crazy hippie purist where you only want to eat organic foods. And by golly, I feel like I'm going down that road myself more and more every day, hearing about what they're putting in the foods and allowing to be put into the foods. But you have to come to that level to decide that on yourself and on your own. 
And when you try to educate individuals, then guess what? Now there's the political smear campaign of you're crazy, you're a conspiracy theorist, or you're in that lump of, oh, you're the wild people, just don't listen to them. They're a little crazy. And you know what? I don't care if I am a little crazy. Why the hell not? But you know, you know what? All we can do is educate, get the information out there, because the government's never going to take care of us. And while I'm open to the conversation about banning certain chemicals like the rest of the world has done, that just opens up that Pandora's box to allow the government to do whatever the hell they've wanted to as well with banning other things for political gain. Because, again, you can't trust them. So it's all about the willpower for us to be aware, to educate, and to spread those messages. Be that catalyst on your own. And you know what? That All the more reason that we need to be supporting local agricultural leaders in your community, local farmers and local producers, local gardeners in your area. Increase the amount of farmers markets in your area. Buy things from them. Don't go to the big stores. Go to the small markets. Little bitty changes. Force the companies to get rid of that stuff if the government won't do it because we're on to them. We know what's up. I'm watching you. And they're getting scared. Totally getting scared of this program. That does it for us today. Back at it tomorrow for a Thursday. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Be that catalyst for change. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio.